Sanctuary once again. Today's episode, where the fuck is my pinky ring? I don't like that shit. I ain't got my ring. <laughs> What's going on, Cherry's Two Cents? I really be halfway unprepared and shit. Thank you, Brownie. I appreciate you. Y'all see Brownie that, you know, came in here. She got her fresh sweatsuit on and all that good shit. What's going on, Notorious Moms? What's going on, Benji Banks? One Hope Wine in the motherfucking building. Let me go ahead and fade that out. Today's episode, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about, my nigga. It's one of those, you know, the last few weeks, it ain't really been nothing cracking in the news that I gave a shit about. You know, we... We briefly talked about the Diddy shit um, last episode. They gonna fry that nigga. Um, who else been in the news? I'm not sure. But something that just was on my mind for a second. Because a lot of niggas been sharing me like the uh, the alpha male, red pill, bullshit. And y'all know how I don't fuck with them niggas, my nigga. Y'all know I don't do the red pill shit. I don't care for the the niggas who think they gonna teach you how to be a man and be your daddy and all that shit. But like, you know how niggas will say the the, the phrase, she not yours, it's just your turn. I agree with that. But to me, it's more than relationships. Because honestly, that's with everything in life, my nigga. Same with jobs. Same with all your positions with people. Same with even family members, my nigga. Like, you don't own nobody. You just have times and experiences with these people. And when it's over, you just appreciate the time that you got with the person. And it should be no hard fucking feelings or nothing like that. No negativity. You know, it's not to say that these people are for the streets or nothing like that. But all good things must come to an end, my nigga. You know, it's like when I did the episode, this is why I'm cool. It's like, you know, the, the mindset of a stoic. You know, a person with the mindset of a stoic understands that life is going to happen. Shit going to happen. You're going to gain people and you're going to lose people, my nigga. Nobody's going to be here forever. Whether that be the relationship that you have with them while y'all still in love or them motherfuckers passing away, moving away, getting a new job. Y'all niggas grow apart. You might not want to be with them motherfuckers. You know, so it's not that everybody is for the streets, but it's just that. Nigga, life is going to bring people in your life and take motherfuckers away from you, my nigga. So, like I said, I agree with the term that, you know, that that's not yours. That's just your turn. But that's what it is with everything. You know, just like when you lose people, like you really got to keep that shit in mind. Like, keep it in perspective. Like, it's just your turn. This was the time that you had with this person. And when it's time for this person to leave your life, you celebrate the fact that you got the time that you got to spend with that person. You know, like the reason that I'm never really tripping 
when I lose people is because it's like, nigga, I'm just happy with the fact that I had the time that I had with that person. We had some good times. We might even have some bad times. And whether it ended good or bad, I'm just happy at the good times that I got to spend with that person. What's going on, Sports View Podcast? What's going on, Charlie T. Hustle, the fly guy? But, yeah, you know, like, that's all it was. And um, my dog, uh, Benji Banks, said, uh, blessing, sir, Cardi B crying or no. Honestly, I don't know. I seen somebody like caption something to that effect of, of Cardi B crying or like um offset like doing some bullshit on Twitter, but like I, I somebody in the comments gonna have to like refresh me on what happened because y'all know nigga I don't follow blogs and shit, so like I don't be knowing I just see something on my timeline of somebody saying something. Like I saw something on my threads of like uh offset liking a tweet from Nicki Minaj and I'm like Boy, the, the internet be doing stupid shit. Like, niggas, like, you know, like I tell y'all all the time, I would never want to be famous because I just hate the messiness of fame. I hate the fact that everybody's paying attention to everything you do when you're famous. I hate when a small disagreement becomes the, the biggest news in the world because of the fact that you're famous. I, I, I wouldn't want to live that life. That shit trash to me. And what you say, Shan, stop taking back cheaters. That's a risk. And that's on her. I'm tired of celebs giving us their relationship ish. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, we be knowing these niggas' business against our will. Like, me personally, I don't never give a shit. You know, I tell y'all all all the time, a lot of the reason I don't be having a whole lot of opinions on these niggas' shit, because I don't give a fuck. I don't follow the shade room, baller alert, neighborhood talk, none of that shit. Because why the fuck do I care? Like, I, I can't learn nothing from these niggas. Half the celeb, like, nigga, I'm, I'm 41, my nigga. Half the famous celebrities is younger than me now. So the fuck I'm going to watch these little 22, 23-year-old motherfuckers get into it, for These niggas having arguments I got over a decade ago, 15, 20 years ago. So I'm not tripping off what these motherfuckers is doing. And uh, what you say, Benji Banks? She went live crying about... Offset doing her dirty, playing with her emotions, claiming she couldn't, she could have been wilding out on him and stepped out on him, but she's not easy. Supposedly they're done. Again, my nigga, like that's the fucking thing. Like nigga, they they, she knew what she was getting into when she got back with this nigga. Like once a motherfucker do some bullshit, you know I'm cool with forgiveness. But sometimes you got to forgive a motherfucker from a distance. What's going on, uh, the, the Stone Trader Network? Like, nigga, I could forgive you and not fuck with you. Like, especially when you got a pattern of some shit. Because, you know, like I say all the fucking time, my nigga, there's a difference between a mistake and a fucking character trait. A mistake happens one time. A mistake is something you do, you like, damn, I fucked up. And then you don't do that shit no more. A mistake is something that, you literally did it on accident. It's outside of your character. But this nigga, nigga, that ain't no mistake. That's who he is. So if you fucking with somebody and you understand who they are when you fuck with them, nigga, you got to live with whatever mistakes them motherfuckers make. You know, that's the fucking thing. It's like my nigga. 
when you deal with somebody, and I'm a firm believer in this shit, I say this shit all the fucking time, you shouldn't fuck with somebody who you feel should change for you. People don't change. People adjust. They'll make what they call a mistake, and then you flash on them, and then they'll curve their behavior for a while, but eventually everybody's going to be who they are. Everybody's going to do what they do. Like, nigga, you, you can't take character out of a person. If a motherfucker's a liar, they're going to lie. So if you fucking with a motherfucker and you know they a liar, if you can't deal with them lying, you don't need to fuck with them. Because they not going to stop lying because they fucking with you. You can't love a motherfucker into being something that they wasn't. You can't love a liar into being truthful. You can't, you can't love a thief into not stealing. You can't love a bitch-ass nigga into being a gangster. Like, that's just not how it works, nigga. That ain't how love works. Love don't change people. Love makes people make adjustments, but love don't change no motherfucking body. And uh, what you say, Shan? A lot of people know they in a real relationship with community pain. Exactly. And it's like, if that's what you went to, be into that. If you fucking with a nigga and you know he got hoes, you know he ain't got no dick control. You know he gonna step out every now and then. You know he he he's in love with fucking around with a gang of bitches. Live with that. You need to be like, look, my nigga, this is what we gonna do. Just be honest with me. You know, just let me know what you're doing. Like, if you gonna fuck off in the street, just keep it a hundred with me and let me know you all fucking off. And I can live with that. But don't fuck with a nigga thinking that because... Your pussy didn't came into his life. He just gonna pretend all the other pussy stopped existing. That's bullshit. What's going on, nigga? How you doing? You know, like that's the fucking thing, like nigga. And again, like even with dudes, if you fucking with a woman and you know she out there, you know she moving and grooving, my nigga. She in them streets. She got a lot going on. Don't fuck with her if that ain't the type of woman you want. If you fucking with a woman and she got a big following on social media, you know, she 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 got clout. She she booming. Don't fuck with her if you feel like I need you to delete your social media if you want to have a serious relationship with me. Nah, nigga, this how you got with me. This how you should stay with me. If she's a motherfucking exotic dancer and you got with her, she was shaking that ass on the pole. Nigga, that's who you got with. Nigga, don't try to change what the fuck you got with. If you liked her like that, keep liking her like that, my nigga. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. People be thinking because I put my dick in you or a woman put her pussy on you, you supposed to turn into a whole different person. That's bullshit. What's going on, Chris, little bro? What's going on, cousin Mimi? Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, don't fuck with nobody. You got to change. So in the case of Cardi B, you knew what Offset was when you met that nigga. You know, you, you fuck with a nigga, like... Something I say all the fucking time. It ain't no bitch dumber than a nigga fifth baby mama. Like, if this motherfucker already had a gang of baby mamas, a gang of drama with bitches in his past, everything in his life is tumultuous. Why do you think that you finna bring him peace? Why do you think he's gonna bring you peace? If you fucking with a nigga with a chaotic life, you need to get comfortable with fucking chaos, my nigga. Because that's what he's going to bring to you. Don't think that your pussy is going to turn him into a peaceful motherfucker. That's, that ain't realistic, my nigga. Pussy don't change no motherfucking body. 
people gonna be who they gonna be. They might adjust. You know, they they might do something to try to hide they fucked up behavior, but it ain't gonna change a goddamn thing. And what you say, Shan, nah, ain't ain't no one in love with just Wang shit. You know, motherfuckers don't be in love, but they'll damn sure get digmatized. And what you say, Linda, she knew from jump and she let him cheat several times. And that's the fucking thing. Like, if you gonna be cool with cheating, just be cool with the shit. Let that nigga cheat in peace. Either look the other way, y'all have a discussion about that shit, or you, like, try to choose his side bitches for him or some shit like that. But, like, don't try to pretend that, like, oh, nigga, I'ma turn him faithful. I'ma change him. You know, like, that's, that's the ego of humans, my nigga. Motherfuckers thinking that because you fucking with me, you gonna stop doing that bullshit. Oh, I know he a street nigga and he a bad boy, but after he fuck with me, he gonna start going to church. Nigga, you fucking retarded. That's dumb as a motherfucker for you to think that your pussy is gonna turn a nigga into something that he wasn't. Like, your pussy gonna turn a motherfucking donkey into a racehorse. That shit don't work like that, my nigga. And what you say, Shan, she had a gang of surgery trying to keep him. That's her motherfucking bad. What she say, women gotta start doing surgery for them and, uh... These men don't care. Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. And I'm not even finna make it sound as if women are having surgeries for us. Cause there's a lot of women out here that literally get surgery for themselves, for each other. It's a lot of women. I know they got a BBL to impress other bitches to floss and flex on other bitches. Ain't had shit to do with us. Cause a lot of times we don't give a fuck about none of that shit. We don't give a fuck about fake titties, fake ass. Them crazy looking ass fake noses and lip fillers y'all be doing. A lot of times that shit make y'all look fucked up. Y'all motherfuckers be looking raggedy as hell with that bullshit. Y'all y'all might think that shit look cute to each other, but to us that shit look ugly. Pepper from Salt and Pepper fucked her face up. A whole lot of my favorite Instagram models fucked they face up. Thinking that shit made them look better. Getting out here with these Michael Jackson noses. You know, these motherfuckers trying to go with the big bubble lips and shit. Like, bitch, you look crazy as fuck with that shit. Like, I don't know who the fuck told you that shit look good. You went in that motherfucking office with that white man or whatever fucking uh, plastic surgeon told you, oh, we can make your nose thinner. That'll look good on you, like delicious. From flavorless, that bitch turned herself into a whole Asian woman, my nigga. Delicious used to be cute than a motherfucker. Now, I can't even recognize the bitch. Every time I see a picture of her motherfucking ass, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Oh, that's delicious. That bitch look Chinese. Like, motherfucker that did so much work to herself, I don't even recognize her motherfucking ass. That's a fucking tragedy, my nigga. That's a mental health case, dog. You know, like something I said in the body yaddy yaddy episode, like, two years ago, my nigga. Like, on some real shit. Before you go into that motherfucking place to go up under that goddamn needle, they literally need to have you speak to a psychologist, my nigga. I genuinely feel like you should do a psych evaluation before they allow you to get any of these body modifications. Like, nigga, you should really talk to a fucking therapist extensively and get a real-life assessment of your mental health before you get to cutting yourself up. Like, bitches out here literally risking their fucking life. Because they think they gonna look better and they don't, my nigga. 
you know, like I said in that episode, dog, like, nigga, there's a porn category of a bitch that look just like you. There's a porn category of a bitch who, whatever flaws you got, it's a bitch with worse flaws than you got. And it's a nigga beating this shit crazy to a bitch with more rolls than you, more stretch marks than you, more motherfucking cellulite than you got, more dark spots around her booty cheeks and all that shit. That nigga going crazy. And you over here going up under the knife to fix some shit that ain't broke. You know, especially y'all motherfuckers who consider yourself to be Christians. Like, how are you honestly going to look in the mirror and say you a Christian? How do you get on your knees and pray every night to God saying shit like God don't make mistakes, but you feel like you not having no ass was the one mistake that God made? If he don't make no mistakes, how you feel he fucked you up? Nigga, the body that you got wasn't a fucking mistake. That's the body you was meant to have. Them the lips you was meant to have, that's the nose you was meant to have. He didn't fuck up nothing, my nigga. But you letting the doctor fix something that ain't broke. Nigga, that's that's a mental health problem, dog. And what you say, Shan, uh, this too. There's always a man tired of a bad bitch. He's still going to crave someone else. Someone to chill. And not be loud at some point. Exactly, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that will cheat on a bad bitch with a flawed bitch, with a chunky bitch, a big bitch, a skinny bitch. Just different. A lot of times a nigga just want to change the pace. What's going on, King John? What do you say? People don't want to look old. They think it's a bad thing uh, to look like you 50 at 50. Shit, nigga. Not me. I fuck with it, nigga. Uh, what's so crazy is that mine still be insecure with the body work done. Exactly. Because the thing is, insecurity is internal, my nigga. Insecurity ain't got nothing with how you look. It's some bad bitches that's hella insecure. It's some ugly bitches that's confident, my nigga. That shit come from the inside. That shit don't come from a BBL. A BBL not going to make you no more confident. You might look and be like, okay, my booty look good now. But that ain't going to make you no more confident. You just going to be an insecure bitch with a big ass booty. What's going on, Max? Off for the bankroll, the motherfucking ism in the building. Would she say little booties matter? Hell yeah, little booties matter. Not to me, but they matter though. Um, what you say, where Robert Shan and their kids have all the features they fix exactly? Cause that's the thing with motherfucking um delicious. If delicious had kids, they gonna look like old delicious. Like why my mama look Chinese and I got this black nose? Why my mama look like an Asian lady? And, and and I got this big ass bell pepper nose. What the fuck is that about? What's going on, uh, pork cool out corner? You know my nigga thirteen now, so he can get on live and shit. You know, shout out to pork from the cool out corner podcast. But you know, like I said, dog, like it's a lot of shit that motherfuckers out here fixing that ain't broke, dog. You know, and there's somebody for everybody. Like some there, whatever you got, there's somebody that like that shit. If you got a little booty, it's somebody out there craving a little booty. I know niggas that don't like big booties. I know niggas that don't like big titties. I know niggas that love a skinny girl. I know niggas who love a fat girl. I know niggas who love older looking women. I know niggas who love younger looking women. Vice versa. I know women who like tall niggas. I know women who like short niggas. I know women who like buff niggas. I know niggas who like, I know women who like fluffy niggas. There's somebody, whatever it is on you, there's somebody that love that shit, my nigga. 
It's somebody like nigga. I, I was on a live last night, nigga, with some with some some BBW, some SS big, four hundred pound women, big old big old women, and it was niggas in them comments shooting they shot crazy, my nigga. Them niggas was shooting they shot like I was on live with Beyonce and Rihanna, dog. I'm telling you, like niggas was in there. Beautiful, please slide in my DM. You're gorgeous. You're fine. Oh my God. Whoop de And I'm like, Y'all see these bitches? And like I said, nigga, it's it's not to hate on them or nothing, but like genuinely, my nigga, like, there's somebody that's in love with whatever you got cracking, my nigga. Like you beautiful to somebody. So while you going under the knife, like trying to risk your life, you trying to fix something that ain't broke. You trying to fix something that literally there's somebody right now while you talking about going into go under the knife and all that type of shit. It's somebody like, man, I miss when she was big. I, I, I miss when she had that double neck. I miss when she had them rolls. You know, I, I miss when she used to have to roll out the bed. And roll over two times just to get out the bed. I, I, I miss when she used to have to screw her panties on. Man, I miss when she was big. You know, like, that's the thing, my nigga. It's somebody out there that's in love with every flaw on your motherfucking body, my nigga. Because, like I said, nigga, like, I like cellulite. I like stretch marks. Like, that's my shit, my nigga. Like, stretch marks is a beautiful thing to me. Because it shows that your, your ass was growing. You know, something, something was doing something right, my nigga. I like that shit. When I see cellulite, nigga, I know that ass real. That motherfucker be moving. That shit looks soft. I like that type of shit, my nigga. So, like, you know, don't jump out here trying to get all this surgery. You know, just like saggy titties, my nigga. Like, there's a nigga who love them saggy motherfuckers. Nigga, your nipples looking down to the ground. You can tuck them bitches in your belt when you put your pants on. It's somebody that love that shit, my nigga. There's a motherfucker right now, nigga, like, literally, nigga, when, when you get on top and you riding them, and them titties just fall right into his mouth, and he ain't even got to lean up, it's niggas who like that shit, my nigga, like, it, it ain't nothing wrong with you, there's somebody that love everything you got going on, my nigga, like, don't be out here trying to go under the knife and fix something that ain't broke, what's going on, Janae, how you doing? You know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, unreachable beauty, hell yeah. But what you say, uh, Benji, uh, it's the one way you actually know she's a woman. Stretch marks and cellulite. Exactly, my nigga, like, that's my shit. Nigga, cellulite, that's the shit. Nigga, stretch marks, that's the shit, my nigga. I love all that shit. And like I said, my nigga, like, everything that a lot of these women think is a flaw, it ain't. There's somebody that love that shit. You know, like I said. Do it for you. Because a lot of times, it's not even that these women is doing it for themselves. They doing it for other women. They doing it to, to stunt on that bitch over there. That bitch at the job. That bitch at the club. That bitch on the internet. Yeah, nigga. Bitches whoop-de-whoop. Nigga, watch when I get this BBL. I'm going to be stunting on these bitches. Watch when I get my motherfucking body done. I'm going to be shitting on these bitches. So it ain't even about niggas. It's literally about some other bitch on the internet. Some other bitch that she be seeing all the time. Some bitch across the street. Some bitch in her apartment complex. And you getting a BBL living in some apartments is fucking crazy. Let's get that shit out the way. Bitch, if you don't own your home, 
You don't need to be getting cut no motherfucking way, bitch. Go cut a check and buy you a goddamn property. What's going on, Mia Mac Mac? You know, and that's the fucking thing. A lot of you motherfuckers, your, your life situation ain't even together. You having a booty note? You having to make payments on a BBL is fucking crazy. You motherfuckers out here getting getting your ass done on credit. Getting lipo on credit. You over here getting cut the fuck up and you can't even afford that shit. You got life fucked up. Bitch, go invest in some shit. Go invest in something that's going to have a fucking return. Because trust me, nigga, the only return you're going to get on a BBL is a whole bunch of useless dick in your mouth. But, uh, shit, what you say, Shan? The ones that watch your stories at all time and don't comment. Hell yeah, man, that's the motherfucking thing. What's going on? Lexus, bro, how you doing? You know, but like I said, yeah, uh, yeah, King Jern financing a fanny. My nigga bitches out here paying booty notes. Nigga, they paying lipo notes. They paying titty notes. Motherfuckers out here getting that shit done on credit, my nigga. That's a problem. Get your shit together. Your booty shouldn't cost more than your car. Your body work shouldn't cost more than what you drive to work every motherfucking day. Nigga, if, if you can't afford that motherfucker, don't get that shit, my nigga. You know, because like I said, dog, a lot of y'all motherfuckers is paying for shit that ain't going to help you nowhere in life except for getting likes. You know, like I say all the time, a big part of what fucks the, the dating game up is motherfuckers value likes on the Internet more than love in real life. Like motherfuckers out here literally risking their life to get more likes on Instagram, to get their followers up, to get their clout up, to look good for motherfuckers that literally don't give a shit. Nigga, a BBL ain't going to do nothing but get your likes up. It's going to get your followers up. It's going to be a whole lot of niggas liking your shit. But that's not going to make you more desirable as a fucking mate. That BBL ain't going to help you cook better. That BBL ain't going to improve your conversation or your intellect. Or how good you fucking vibe with people. Or how well you get along with other people. Or how you look when you fucking with somebody. Like, nigga, that shit ain't shit, my nigga. Say buying a bus and ride. If you bet the fuck not be riding no bus with a BBL. Uh, what you say, Diamond Deuce? Whatever happened to being happy, natural. Shit, the internet happened. What you say, Lexus Bree? It shouldn't be. Or it shouldn't, but they do hope and looks will give them the opportunity. It don't. Uh... They out here getting cosigns for the BBLs. Hell, nigga. I had somebody DM me asking could I put in on some motherfucking plastic surgery. I said, shit, nigga. You better go sell some pussy. Um, what you say? Where I was sharing on vacation and you living comfy on Section 8, people values is low. What's that? Unless you an adult entertainment. Yeah, if you a stripper and you get a BBL, hell yeah, you you making an investment. I ain't mad at strippers getting BBLs because that's immediately going to push your tips up, and shout out to that. But anything outside of OnlyFans or being an exotic dancer or a model or something like that, your ass is motherfucking tripping, my nigga. That's retarded. And what you say, uh, men require unless too. Most of them women don't cook because men don't care for them too. I ain't fucking tripping, honestly, you know, because like I said, like the type of nigga that I am, 
I don't need a woman to be Betty Crocker or the most amazing cook because I'm a real simple eater, nigga. I eat like a child. I like motherfucking uh, chicken strips and, you know, chicken nuggets and Mexican food. Like, I'm a real simple eater, my nigga. So if you can throw me some some rice and shit, you know, a little chipotle bowl, I love your motherfucking ass forever, nigga. I don't even eat meatloaf and smothered pork chops and all that type of shit, nigga. I'm, I'm a simple eater, so... You know, long as you can keep the house clean, raise the kids, keep looking good, keep shit fly, take care of the money. You know, if I bring some money, you can invest it properly. I'll be happy with that. But what he say? Uh, men need to raise a value uh, in, and women. Hell yeah. Sham bitches on vacation every month because they rent is $37. Hell yeah, Linda. What he say? You on Section 8 with a BBL as well. Nigga, it's a whole lot of motherfuckers on Section 8 with BBLs, and that's tragic. Linda the Emperor said, cooking is one of my love languages. I love to cook for the man I'm with. And that's cool. You know, you just be mad fucking with me because you be cooking the same shit all the time. One of my exes, she hated that shit. Because with me, my nigga, I would always ask for the same shit all the time. Nigga, my ex couldn't stand my motherfucking ass because I love Mexican food. Tacos, burritos, enchiladas motherfucking quesadillas that's it sometimes a bowl of rice and beans that's it my nigga like if you can make them things boy i'm i'm good nigga ketchup is fucking terrible nigga ketchup is for children i don't eat ketchup nigga i ain't it, if it wasn't for my kids i wouldn't even have ketchup in my motherfucking house what's going on with tiba bar 1057 what's going on what's that monroe thomas or mr Mr. Now Thomas, I don't know, homie. But like I said, dog, like when it come to me, if you could cook simple shit, I'm good with that, my nigga. Like, nigga, I like enchiladas, tacos, burritos, quesadillas, beans and rice. I be cool. Like, I don't need no hell of a shit. You know, you might want to mix it up because I like Italian food, too. So if you can make some Italian shit, I fuck with it. You know, some lasagna, spaghetti, you know, shit like that. You know, pasta, I fuck with pasta, but I'm a simple eater, my nigga. So my ex, she hated the fact that she'll want to like see some shit online or see some shit on TV and make it. And I'm like, shit, make that shit for you and your son, but make me some Mexican food. And yeah, uh, follow uh, Linda's page, Linda Eats, Linda underscore E-E-E-A-T-Z. Let me see if I can pin the comment. Yeah, y'all niggas go follow uh, Linda Food Page because Linda be cooking like a motherfucker. And, you know, like I said, nigga, you know, there's somebody for everybody. You know, but again, getting a BBL ain't going to fix your ability to cook. It's not going to fix how well you look in the eyes of another man, my nigga. That shit ain't going to do shit, my nigga. That shit is just one little thing. You might get a nigga who love asses, but if he love a woman who can cook and you can't cook, your ass ain't gonna fix that. Your ass ain't gonna fix your fix your lack of conversation. Your ass ain't gonna fix your lack of information. It ain't gonna fix your your bad spending habits. As a matter of fact, your ass might make a nigga look at you as if you have bad spending habits. Like shit, nigga, this bitch got a BBL, but she drive a motherfucking ninety nine Honda Civic. This bitch got her priorities fucked up. Speaking of money. <laughs> Well, Kyle, the richest podcaster in the world, big balling ass motherfucking 12 Kyle in the building. Nigga, y'all go follow 12 Kyle and 12 Kyle podcast. 
He's a multi-millionaire. You know, if you want a BBL, he might pay for it for you because he balling like that. And what you say, uh, King Germ, does Linda the Empress have them cooking arms? Hey, man, you know, Linda the Empress is slim. She keeps herself very well put together. You know, she's in phenomenal shape. And uh, what's that? Motherhood, sex, marijuana. What's going on? Shout out to y'all. You know, but like I said, my nigga, whatever you got going on, there's somebody that fuck with it. You know, like be yourself, my nigga. Like I'm, I'm, I'm big on being who you are authentically at all times because whatever it is that you are, there's somebody who fuck with it. And when you come, when it comes to the motherfucking dating game, like you should fuck with motherfuckers how you met them. Don't think that your love gonna change them. Don't think your dick or your pussy gonna change them. Whatever they was when you met them. If you're not willing to fuck with them in that state for the whole run, don't fuck with their ass at all. My nigga, what's going on? Nacho tacos. Some of the best motherfucking tacos in California. Shout out to black owned business. Them niggas tacos fire as a motherfucker. Them enchilada tacos is banging, banging. You know, but that's the fucking thing. Like, if I meet you one way, I'm going to deal with you the way that I met you, my nigga. However it was, if I met you as a stripper, I'm going to have to deal with that. Okay, well, she a motherfucking stripper. She made money. I met her as a stripper. I'm going to love her as a stripper. If she was a social media personality when I met her, I'm going to have to fuck with her in that way, my nigga. What'd he say? Parmesan enchilada tacos. Hell yeah, nigga. Y'all niggas follow not underscore yo underscore tacos. Nigga, that nigga tacos is flight all through L.A., my nigga. But like I said, dog, like, nigga, whatever it is that you fucking with, fuck with that person like that. Don't think that, oh, you know, because I hate that fucking meme. A man will change for the right woman. No, he won't, my nigga. And no, he shouldn't. Whatever the fuck that woman is that, that it was when she got with you and vice versa, be that. Nigga, if you loved me as a loud mouth shit talking motherfucker, you should love me as a loud mouth shit talking motherfucker. I hate when motherfuckers try to make it seem as if somebody was different when y'all first got together and now it's a whole nother thing. Nigga, 99% of the time, the only thing that changed was your view of their behavior, my nigga. It was funny when y'all first got together. Now it ain't funny no more because the honeymoon goggles done fell off. You know, this motherfucker used to complain and talk shit all day. And now it ain't cute no more. At first it was funny to you. Oh, man, I love her little feisty attitude. That shit is so cute. She just be getting mad. I like that little funky ass attitude. That shit is so cute. Now y'all five years in, this bitch can't shut the fuck up. I'm tired of this bitch in her motherfucking mouth. She always got some shit to say. Nigga, she, she had shit to say the whole fucking time. But when you was first trying to get at her, that shit was cute and funny. It ain't cute and funny no more. You know, same with a nigga. Oh, I just like how laid back he is. He just so cool and calm. Until you five years in, it's like, this nigga don't never compliment me. He don't never tell me how beautiful I am. He just, he's just so uninterested. He don't have no fucking emotions. Nigga, if you was loving it in the beginning, you need to love that shit in the ninth inning. What's going on, Heaven's World? What's going on, T-Mo? What he say most of the times they been trying to get to the sex after the sex. Now the shit they been doing blows you. Exactly, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing. Like when you fucking with a person in the beginning, the whole lot of the shit that what you see later on as a flaw was cute. 
you know, because like we always say, like one of Timo's heavy fucking points that he make a lot is there was a red flag that you saw and you fucking ignored. That's Timo shit. Like Timo talk about that shit all the time. Like there's always red flags that shown in the beginning. You know, me, sometimes I feel like a lot of shit is not just that it was a red flag that was shown in the beginning, but a lot of times with me, I'm a believer that people grow at different rates. People grow at different paces. So it might not have been something that we seen in the beginning, but it's something that after a certain amount of time, after a certain thing happened to you, or you had a certain experiences in your life, it grew you in a different way. Like there's shit that you thought was cute and funny at 19 that you don't think is cute and funny no more. You know, there's shit that you like, we might not have seen you in certain states that now that we have reached this level, you own some different shit. You know, like one thing, like I say all the time, my nigga, a big reason that I prefer to fuck with women who have children. Cause like I said, nigga, we, we was on live and motherfuckers was mad at me that I prefer to fuck with women who have kids. Why do I prefer to fuck with women who have kids? Because I know what you look like with a child. I know how you act with a child. I know that you understand what it's like to have a child. So when I tell you I'm going to be, I'm not going to be able to spend time with you right now because I'm with my kids. You're not going to be asking me stupid ass questions like where your baby mama at? Why they can't be with their mama? Why they can't be with your mama? Why you can't find a babysitter, bitch? Cause I love having my motherfucking kids with me. You might not understand that because you ain't got no kids. You team fuck the kids. And that's cool for you, but that ain't cool for me, my nigga. My kids is priority number one. So I'm not going to be able to fuck with you when I got my motherfucking kids, my nigga. There's going to be times when I don't have my kids and we could kick it all day when I don't got them. But when it's daytime, it's day motherfucking time. And I'm not taking no none of their time for you. You important, but you ain't more important than they are. And what you say, uh, unreachable beauty, sometimes relationships are just experiences and lessons to learn about ourselves and what our priorities are exactly. And a lot of times those things might change depending on how the relationship is and where you are in a relationship. What's going on, Money Moreno team? You know, and that's the thing. And like I said, that's the reason I prefer to fuck with a woman who has a kid because a woman who has a kid understands what it's like to be a motherfucking parent. I fuck with that. I like that shit. That ain't no deal breaker for me. That's a deal maker for me. I prefer women with kids, my nigga. Like, I don't, and it's not no shade to women who don't have kids. I just rather fuck with a woman who understands the experience that I have in life and what it is with me. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like I said, nigga, everything that you got going on, there's somebody who fucks with it, whether you know it or not. You know, there might be women who won't fuck with me because I'm an active father. It might be cute to some women. Other women like, nigga, fuck that shit. I need my nigga to be available all the time for me. I'm not. I'm available when I don't have my kids. It It is what the fuck it is. And what you say, Timo, I've cut a woman off for asking, saying, damn, she's still with you. Exactly, my nigga. Like, if, if me fucking with my kids is a problem for you, you a problem for me, and you got to get the fuck out of here. It just is what the fuck it is. And, you know, like I said, nigga, there's different strokes for different folks. 
There's some motherfuckers, you know, there's some women out here that got kids and they kids is always with their mama. They kids is always with their auntie. They kids is always with their daddy. You know, the baby daddy. They always turning up like, damn, bitch, you got kids. Yeah, I got kids, but they with my mama. You know, they, the, the kids call your mama mama and they call you LaShonda. I can't fuck with a bitch like that. Like, bitch, where your kids at? Why you ain't never got your kids? Why you always available? Why you always around? Why you always somewhere shaking your ass? You know, your kids got all the Jordans, but the motherfuckers can't count to seven. Like, what, what the fuck you got going on? That ain't my shit. And like I said, nigga, one thing about women who don't have kids, and, you know, like a lot of niggas can attest to this, just like a lot of women could attest to this. A motherfucker might have had a whole different viewpoint before they had kids. A motherfucker might have had a whole different get down before they had kids. Y'all niggas saw that goddamn fly land on my head. This motherfucker annoying, my nigga. Goddamn fly. I know I'm, you know, I know I'm sexy and shit, but leave me the fuck alone. But, you know, like I said, my nigga, like a lot of motherfuckers change after they become a parent. Whether it's for the better or for the worse. You know, some motherfuckers, like a, a lot of relationships that seem like they was good and strong, my nigga, fuck up when the relationship come because one parent is more into the kids than they was in the beginning. Sometimes a parent could get jealous of the kids. They feel like the daddy is too involved with the kids and more involved with the kids than he is with the mother and vice versa. A lot of times that'll break a relationship up, my nigga. Because they didn't even understand what type of parent the other one was going to be. And what you say, Linda? Okay, y'all back to work. Have fun. Shout out to Linda the Empress. Thank you for coming. But, you know, like I said, my nigga, like that becomes a problem in some relationships. Y'all motherfuckers have a baby and the mama is all about the baby. And now the father feels neglected because of how close the mama is to the baby. And it it happens on both ends. Sometimes they had a baby. The daddy is all about the baby. And the mama feel neglected by the daddy because of how involved the daddy is with the baby. You know, so like I said, I prefer a motherfucker who already has children so I could see what that is already. You know, like I say, nigga, I'm a firm believer in having very long relationships before you get married. Like, you need to see what this person is like under pressure. You need to see what this person is like when they money fucked up. You need to see what this person is like when they pissed off, when they enraged, when they get a lot of attention, when they starve for attention. You know, like, how how they are when they lose a relative, how they are when they lose a friend, how they are in conflict, how they are when they got money, how they are when they broke. Like, it's a lot of... Factors that are determined the motherfuckers behavior that you ain't seen yet. Nigga, love ain't always enough. Like a motherfucker be thinking like, oh, my God, we finish each other's sentences. The sex is so bomb. The vibe is so real. Oh, we be having vacations and vacations and we be kicking it and we be buying each other shit. And this nigga just showed me so much love. And like, you don't know what this motherfucker look like if he lose that job. You don't know what that motherfucker look like when y'all together and it's another nigga looking at you or vice versa. You don't know what it's like when something happened and your financial situation changed. 
You know, you find out a lot about a motherfucker when they pissed off, when they drunk, when they take a loss, when they lose a family member, when they get a good job. You know, like a lot of y'all niggas was cool when you as a man was the breadwinner. Then y'all get fucked up when your girl graduate college and now she make more money than you. Now her attitude change. A lot of times, nigga, now your attitude change because, you know, like I talk about this shit a lot and I might have to do an episode about this shit at a later time. But a lot of motherfuckers are financially insecure. You know, you you might be cool in a whole bunch of areas, but you can't handle fucking with a woman who makes more money than you or close money to you. You know, you can't deal with that shit. You know, a lot of motherfuckers like women. When they get their money together, my nigga, they they get a whole nother attitude. Nigga, they start poking their chest out and talking to you like they the motherfucking man. What's going on, Juno? You know, like, that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, you don't know what it's like until a motherfucker double their income or their income get cut in half. Like, a lot of motherfuckers change, my nigga. You know, so like I said, you know, yeah, there's a lot of red flags in the beginning of a relationship. But it's a lot of shit that can literally change with no warning. You know, some motherfuckers, yeah, they insecure in the beginning. And the insecurity grows and changes. And a lot of times, your rose-colored glasses fall off to that insecurity. So you like, damn, this bitch always being like this. But you don't know what it's like when a motherfucker double their income. You know, you don't know what it's like when a friend that they've had throughout your whole relationship pass away. You know, a hobby that they have changes. You know, something that they was into when y'all first got together and now it don't make no sense or serve them no more. So they trying to find themselves. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that literally don't know who they are, my nigga. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers. You know, like I tell people when it come to dating and getting married before your 30s, my nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers don't know who they are in their 20s. They know what they like. They know what they into. But a lot of that shit going to change, you know, 10, 15 years from now. You know, like I said, nigga, a lot of these things ain't red flags. A lot of these things ain't something that's that's going to have a warning attached to it. A lot of this shit is going to be shit that's literally going to just punch you in your mouth one day. You know, you was fucking with this nigga, you know, and when y'all first got together, this motherfucker was making, you know, $200,000 a year. He had a real good job, my nigga. And then something happened and, you know, maybe the industry that he worked for goes under. The company that he worked for goes under. He make a mistake at work. Now he ain't making 200 no more. Now that nigga making 80,000. Shit, nigga might even be making 35,000. This nigga might have been cracking in real estate when y'all first got together. This nigga was like a little baby real estate mogul in the market crash. He got fired. Now this nigga's a security guard at the FedEx terminal or some shit. Nigga, now his money ain't what it was. Is he still going to be the same man that he was when he was able to literally just pay for anything? When he was able to go on vacation at the drop of a hat? When he was able to buy you anything you want or go anywhere he wanted or do whatever y'all wanted financially? Is he still going to be that same man? You don't know that. You ain't never seen that. And you know, like I said, ain't no red flag attached to that shit. You never knew, nigga. That was an unknown unknown. That was something you didn't know that you didn't know. 
So you can't always say, oh, nigga, the red flags is there. Oh, you knew that motherfucker was going to be like that. You don't know. Because all you know is this person in this state that he's in. But you don't know what that motherfucker's like in a separate state. And like I said, this is why I believe in having a long relationship before you get married. Having a long relationship before y'all have kids. You know, because a conversation that I had a long time ago that I don't think I ever really discussed on the podcast. We talked about that shit on a live. But it's kind of like, nigga, the person who you procreate with should be much more watched than the person who you get married to. Because you could easily divorce a person. You know, like people look at marriage like the biggest step in the world. Yet you'll procreate with a motherfucker you met at a party. You'll procreate with somebody who you had a one night stand with. You'll carry the term and have the baby with a motherfucker you knew you shouldn't even have fucked with in the first place. But you take marriage like it's this big thing. You can have a divorce on a marriage, my nigga. You can't divorce a motherfucker after y'all had kids together. Y'all niggas is connected for the rest of your life. No matter what. Ain't no divorce for that. So how is it that motherfuckers be so irresponsible with they motherfucking seed? And that shit is way more important than a marriage that could be broken up. You know, yeah, you, you break up with a motherfucker in a marriage. Yes, it, it might be some financial ramifications. You know, it might be some some money that got to get split up, some property that got to get moved, some assets that got to change hands. But when it comes to a motherfucking baby, nigga, ain't no breakup for that. That's for life, my nigga. Niggas be talking that 18 years shit. No, that shit go beyond 18 years, my nigga. You don't stop being a parent after 18 years. I ain't met a motherfucker yet. Say, yeah, nigga, I turned 18, nigga. I deleted both my parents' numbers off my phone. You know, I don't remember no motherfucker parents say, happy graduation, my son 18. I'm finna block this nigga on social media. Get the fuck out my house. I never want to see you again. That don't happen at 18, my nigga. You parents for life, my nigga. You know, a marriage, shit, nigga, you can get divorced and y'all could be through with each other. Cold motherfucking turkey. You know, so again, like, how is it that you motherfuckers could procreate with motherfuckers with such disregard for the fact that this is a connection that you're going to have with this person for the rest of your fucking life? That shit crazy to me, my nigga. I, I couldn't do it. Like, nigga, who I procreate with is highly important. Nigga, that's why, honestly, dog, like, when I got when I got married, a whole lot of what it was that made me want to marry my kid's mom was the fact that I felt like she'd be a good mother for my kids. You know, because I tell motherfuckers, when it came to me and what it was with me mentally when it came to being a parent, I felt like the first step that I could make as being a good father is choosing a good mother for my kids. Like that's that was the determining factor in who I married, because a lot of motherfuckers wanted a baby by me. Like nigga, ever since I've been having sex, bitches wanted to have a baby by me, my nigga. You know, I was light skinned, I was intelligent, I was tall, I was athletic, had a good sense of humor, had long, pretty hair and shit. So women was like, "Oh, you gonna have some pretty babies?" Oh. I, you know, bitches wanted to have a little light-skinned baby by me, my nigga. I remember, nigga, since I was little, growing up in the 80s, my mom used to tell me, 
Nigga, women gonna want your motherfucking baby. Protect your goddamn seed, my nigga. Because bitches gonna be out here trying to trap you. You know, because again, women ain't only out here trapping athletes, my nigga. Women out here trapping niggas who just got a good job. Women out here trapping niggas because they tall. Women out here trapping niggas because they think that if they have a baby bomb, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into a long-lasting relationship. Bitches out here trapping niggas just because they think, like, oh, if I have a baby by the nigga, he can't ever leave me alone. He going to be in my life forever. You know, so it's like, nigga, you got to be careful with who you lay down with, my nigga. You know, like something I'm a firm believer in, nigga. If you don't look at this person as a good potential co-parent, you shouldn't even be giving the motherfucker no dick or pussy. Like, nigga, you don't know who the fuck you out here dealing with, my nigga. You know, like I said, like, y'all niggas, you'll run the whole fucking, the whole NFL combine. The whole motherfucking draft prospect, everything, job interview and all this shit for somebody before marriage. But you'll have a baby with a motherfucker you met in high school. You'll have a baby with a motherfucker just because I don't believe in abortion. I hate that shit, my nigga. I hate when motherfuckers choose. They pick and choose when they want to be religious, my nigga. To me, that's some weak ass shit. Like, I don't like, oh, I don't believe in abortion, but you believed in premarital sex. Oh, I don't believe in abortion, but you believed in motherfucking adultery. I don't believe in, in, in abortion, but you believed in fucking another bitch husband. You believed in fucking raw drunk. You believed in being fucked up at the club. You believed in being high off coke and partying. You you wasn't Christian then. You wasn't Christian when you was fucking and sucking. You wasn't Christian when you was having a threesome. When you was getting a fucking train ran on you. You wasn't a Christian. But now, you, you too Christian to get a motherfucking abortion. You got the game fucked up, my nigga. You know, like, don't pick and choose when you want to be all religified, my nigga. Like... Keep that same motherfucking energy, dog. Because the thing is, motherfuckers don't want to believe in abortion, but you believe in bringing your child into a toxic-ass relationship. You believe in raising your child in a toxic-ass environment. You believe in raising your child in a fucked-up situation. You ain't even got your life together. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know what you want out of life. You don't have a five-year plan. You don't have no money saved up. You ain't got no health insurance, no life insurance. You ain't got shit cracking. But you want to be a motherfucking parent? Come on, my nigga. Like a lot of motherfuckers got the whole game fucked up. But you want to raise a motherfucking child. Like, come on, dog. Like, you know, like I say, nigga, I'm not like pro-abortion, but I'm for damn sure pro had that shit together before you have a motherfucking child. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here literally fucked up because they was a keeper nigga baby. Because they was a keeper bitch baby. Because they was a, I think if I get pregnant by this motherfucker or if I get this bitch pregnant, she ain't never gonna leave me. That's, that's, the, that's the reason a lot of you niggas out here fucked up. Because you was born into some bullshit ass circumstances. You niggas looking at your daddy fucked up and on some real shit, your mama kept you and your daddy wanted you gone. 
Your daddy didn't want you in the first place. Your mama told your daddy, I'm pregnant. Your daddy said, shit, by who? Not by me. A lot of y'all motherfuckers was cheap babies. A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't know your daddy because your daddy was married to somebody when your mama got pregnant. And your daddy didn't want nothing to do with it, so he blocked your mama and got all the fucking way away from her motherfucking ass. That's why you don't know your daddy. So you looking at your daddy like he a piece of shit, and it's really your motherfucking mama, my nigga. And what you say, Razzle Dazzle, especially in this worldly world we living in today. Yeah, nigga, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of times you don't really realize how fucked up shit is until you get grown and you really have experiences and you see shit and you experience shit and you hear shit and you read shit. And it's like, you know what? The motherfucker who I thought was the hero the whole time was the real villain, my nigga. You know, a lot of motherfuckers blame their daddy for shit they mama did. And vice versa, you know, because like I said, nigga, a lot of motherfuckers shouldn't even be here on some real shit. What's going on, Jay from the Cognac Room? Like a lot of motherfuckers was born in a toxic ass relationships because your mama didn't believe in abortion. But you believe in fucking that other bitch husband. You know, you believe in all that bullshit you was doing in order for you to have that motherfucker. But you didn't believe in abortion. You know, like I said, nigga, it, it takes two. You know, so again, like I said, for the men, y'all niggas got to be way more careful with who you lay down with and how you lay down with them. Because once you bust that nut, you put the ball in her hands. So if she decided to keep it, my nigga, that was your mistake for handing it to her. That was your mistake for busting a nut in her. Because now the ball is in her court. It's a whole lot of niggas that wanted a baby, but she didn't want a baby. So she aborted it and the motherfucker was gone. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that didn't want a baby and she wanted a baby. So the baby coming. It ain't shit you can motherfucking do about it, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. Don't put the ball in her court if you don't want her to have it. If you don't want a baby by that bitch, you shouldn't even be giving that bitch no dick, my nigga. Some of y'all niggas literally fucking with a bitch. That you know views you as a come up. And your stupid ass still over here fucking this bitch raw. Busting nuts in this bitch. This bitch over here telling you, I'm on the pill. I got my tubes tied. I can't even have babies. And you believe in that shit. Like my nigga motherfuckers lie all the time. Half you niggas lie to even be fucking this bitch. You lying to her. Why you think she telling you the truth, my nigga? Y'all two lying ass motherfuckers. And you falling for this bullshit ass drama because like in the words of the legendary motherfucking sinful to pee, rest in peace. Nigga, when your dick is alive, your brain is dead. Like it's too many motherfuckers making mistakes because they horny, my nigga. Like, nigga, you you was so invested in getting some pussy. You literally threw your whole shit away so you can have sex with this punk-ass bitch. Vice versa. You know, women, you was so into this nigga that even though you knew this nigga was married to somebody else, you know this nigga's a piece of shit. You know this nigga got four other baby mamas. 
But you was so horny. Your coochie be bubbling so hard when you see this nigga that you done got pregnant by this motherfucker. Now you baby mama number five. You's a stupid ass bitch, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, accountability go both ways. You's a stupid ass nigga to get pregnant by a, a get a punk ass bitch pregnant knowing she look at you as a come up and vice versa. Bitches out here getting pregnant by niggas that they know ain't got shit going on. You knew that nigga ain't had shit going on when you got with him. You knew that nigga didn't want no kids when you got with him. You knew that nigga was in a whole fucking relationship when you start fucking with him. Now you mad at him because he don't want to be a daddy to your motherfucking baby. Motherfuckers got to take accountability for they role in they bullshit. You know, and again, my nigga, like, that's a fucking problem. That's something that I talk about on this show all the time, my nigga. Accountability has to be held on both ends of every fucking situation. Like a lot of motherfuckers be blaming bad luck, blaming this motherfucker, blaming that motherfucker. Oh, he did that. She did that. If it wasn't for this, I wouldn't be like this, nigga. A hundred percent of your luck is based on the decisions that you make. Anything that's fucked up going on in your life, my nigga, you know, just like our team will say about the red flags. There's a fucking decision that you made. That directly affected whatever luck that you have in your life. Whatever situation or position that you in in your life is based on decisions that you made. Good, bad, smart, stupid, or whatever. It's all in the fucking decisions you make, my nigga. So, you know, just to close all this shit up, my nigga. Be way more careful with the decisions that you make. Because every fucking decision that you make in life matters. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite, Uncle D O L E M I T E, or get you some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. T O O Much Game Podcast.store. Um, support the motherfucking squad, Townhouse Media, Town E House Media, the Sports for You podcast that I got going on behind me. Sports number four, letter U. Um, you know, them niggas live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Go to patreon.com slash Townhouse Media, Town E House Media to support the motherfucking squad. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram at Uncle Dolomite or at Too Much Game Podcast. Follow me on X, Uncle Dolomite, or Too Much Game Pod. I'm on a whole lot of social media as Uncle Dolomite, but I'm usually on motherfucking Instagram. Follow my motherfucking YouTube page. If you listening and you want to see the show, YouTube, Uncle Dolomite, or YouTube, Too Much Game Podcast. I do all these motherfuckers, audio and video, so subscribe to the motherfucking YouTube, my nigga, subscribe. Please hit that like button. That shit is important. Hit the motherfucking subscribe button. That shit is important. Leave comments. That shit is important, my nigga. All of your engagement with the show is important. Same with Instagram, my nigga. You see my clips? Share them motherfuckers, man. That shit is important. But, um, that's it, my nigga. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game.